Oh no, he didn't. Girl. Yes, he did. Hey girl, hey, what it do? What it do? What it do? Welcome back to Oh No, Girl, Yes. We are still here and we are still Oh No, He Didn't Ing. How is that possible? <laughs> In season three, we still are being Oh No, He Didn't it. Ing. <laughs> it's like, what's really good? Uh, hopefully y'all have had a great week since the last time we connected. We are uh, just plugging along, doing what we do, which is not dating well. Or maybe we're dating well. Or maybe we're not dating well. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know what's going on right now. All right. So I saw a, a post. Oh, thank y'all for subscribing. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. And actually, we really love your comments. Thank you. They've been picking up in the last few weeks. So thanks for that. We love chatting with y'all the norm, what y'all think and feel about the episodes. All right. So I recently saw a Facebook post, a friend posted where a woman shared that her she was dating guy, a guy for three months and mm-hmm. it really wasn't progressing the way she wanted it to, the way she thought it should. And so she told him, listen, you know, you're not really a good boyfriend. And he said that, you know, he he never had a relationship modeled for him. A lot of us know that either we haven't had successful, healthy relationships modeled for us as young people, or we had un- unhealthy relationships modeled for us. But a lot of mm-hmm. us are floating out here in the world with no point of reference of a healthy relationship and how to be a healthy partner in that relationship. So he Googled how to be a good boyfriend. And he started doing those things that he found on Google. It won her heart and they're engaged. Now, I saw some of the comments that people were like, what, he Googled how to be a boyfriend. What is he going to do? YouTube, how to be married? And I'm like, hey, pull it up. Let's see. Let's see. So yeah, how do you feel about somebody Googling how to be a good boyfriend? Is that a, a, a yay or a nay for you? I think it's a yay. I think it shows effort. I think it shows intent. I think it shows dedication to the cause. Now, it's not always, you know, Google may not be the place for everything, obviously. But we are in a um, society now where we have access to a lot of information at the touch of our, you know, at our fingertips, basically. So why not? You know, um, we YouTube everything. Would you want to know that he Googled it? Huh? Would you want to know that he Googled it? I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? I'm I'm actually okay with that. You know, some people would go talk to their friends who are in successful relationships. Maybe he did not have that option. Maybe he's not surrounded by people who have long lasting and successful and happy relationships. So he was like, you know what? I got to find it on my own. And that's what he did. I I think the effort alone, you know, (laughs) it's like, maybe I'm not a great boyfriend. So let me look up how to, you know, self-help is great. No matter what, what uh, source you use. (laughs) Okay, so what if somebody sent you an article? Let's say mm-hmm. you were dating someone and they sent you an article that mm-hmm. maybe said, would you take offense at if it says how to be a great girlfriend and they sent it to you? Would you take offense right. to them sending if you that? Someone, I probably initially would, um, especially if I thought I was being a great girlfriend. Um, if we had never had a conversation about our relationship in that way where I can improve and he can improve, then it would throw me off guard and I probably would be offended. But if he has been trying to communicate with me and I'm not receiving it well, he sends me an article, eventually I probably would receive it and just be like, okay, let me look it up and see what see what it is. Let's talk about it. But my initial uh, response would probably be offensive. <laughs> 
So I think, so everyone, I've mentioned it before. I'm working on a new book called I Might Not Be a Great Girlfriend. I'm totally okay with the uh, assertion that I might not be easy to date. I don't think I'm hard to date, but I don't think I'm easy to date. And when I say that, it's because I don't require a lot. I'm not asking for anybody to see me every day, talk to me every day, pay any of my bills, buy me expensive gifts. I'm not jealous in theory. I'm not clingy. I'm not needy. All those things, right, that I think would make me a great girlfriend. But also sometimes in partnership, um, a lot of it is just, I'm just not overly attached to it. Um, and I think that makes me a, a tough partner, a tough egg to crack because I, I totally can appreciate why a man would not feel safe with me because I have shown that I ain't got to do this. And um, mm -hmm. I don't come mm -hmm. off as needy or attached. And so they don't become attached. So I, I'm working through that on my own. But when I Googled this morning, how to be a great boyfriend. I really wasn't impressed with any of the lists. And so I wonder if that makes me think, are, I, I wanted to Google it because I'm curious if a man wants to Google how to be a better boyfriend, how to but be a good partner, right. what will come up. But then I'm not agreeing with several and many of the list. <laughs> so then it makes me think, well, are my expectations unrealistic? Like not on one list is communication number one. There were things like trust, respect, but number one, I feel is communication. If we are not communicating, there's nothing else to even build on if we are not communicating. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, I understand how that's not number one. It's what? weird that, um, is it anywhere on any other list? It's on the list later on, but no number. I looked at five or six different lists mm -hmm. and number one is not communication on any of the lists. So that's, that's why right. I'm not reading verbatim from any of them. Cause that's I don't odd, Because you would think even in a relationship, if you're not even looking at the boyfriend aspect, not just how to be a great boyfriend, how to be a great girlfriend, how to be in a successful relationship, you would think communication would be number one. And it's the not number, number one, one on several of these lists. So that's very well, Maybe we're wrong. Tell us why. Well, if, if it's not supposed to be, tell us why. Um, I'm looking at one list. It says they have trust listed as number one. Um, mm -hmm. I'm looking at another list that has um, be honest as number one. And I'm mm -hmm. like, listen, obviously to trust and to be honest, you have to communicate. So that's got to be number one. Right. Now, maybe this is a semantics things for me, but, but my, my relationships tend to break down because of communication or lack thereof. Okay. Right. And it's because I am a communicator by nature. I'm a communicator by birth. I'm a communicator by profession. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for me, if, if you don't know how I feel about something, there's really no way for you to alter or change or address the behavior. Okay. So I know I sometimes over communicate and I'm mm -hmm. learning how to, okay, I ain't got to say everything I'm thinking. Okay. Everything ain't got to be a thing. Okay. Everything ain't got to be the way I want it. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's still got to be that we talk about it in the, mm -hmm. in, uh, in the, it's funny. First of all, in our last episode where I say, can I demote my boyfriend? I got so many comments from people saying, girl, do your boyfriend not listen to this podcast? <laughs> No, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, so a lot of people are concerned about how I'm talking about my boyfriend in real time and about the demotion. Yeah, he don't care. So that, that was the kind of the point of the episode. <laughs> he, he, he don't care. He ain't gonna see it. He don't care. Okay. Um, I don't know. Wait, first of all, do I do you think I still have a boyfriend? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. I literally don't even know if I <laughs> So anyway, that's interesting. So y'all calm down. We're safe. We're safe here. This is our secret place that we post on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> For the world to see. For the world to see. He will never see it. 
Okay, so so I don't know. But we'll, right now we'll say, <laughs> I don't know if I still have a boyfriend. But you know why I don't know? Because communication has been lacking. <laughs> have we been in communication? Oddly enough, yes. Have we communicated? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how those two things can be true. Have I heard from him? Yes. Has he called me? No. <laughs> Has he heard from me? Yes. Have I talked to him? No. So for me, if we are not communicating, there is nothing. We have nothing. We are no longer together. We are not communicating. There's nothing. Because that's number one. Now, whether he's being honest, whether he's trusting, whether he's respecting all that stuff, Later for that, G, if we ain't even talking, don't let that even matter. And, and I also feel like because those things aren't in place, that's why we're not communicating because you don't trust me or because I don't trust you because you don't respect me. Because right. We're not being honest. So that still goes back to my number one. So Google, no, Google, you are wrong on this one. All of your articles, you know, Google has no information, but all of the articles you have let people submit to you, number one needs to be communication. So let's use this as an example. If somebody sent me an article that I was dating about mm -hmm. how to be a great girlfriend, I don't think I would be offended because I would be curious, but I'm curious in that way. I'm, I'm like, I like information. Mm -hmm. I, I like to be able, I actually, even when something is a, a slight bit negative and I can still uh, find myself in it, it's like, oh, you know what? I do that. Okay. Okay. okay that's me. Don't mean I'm going to fix it or change it, but that's just the answer, okay? Um, if somebody sent me an article about how to be in a healthy relationship, obviously I would probably take that more, more open-hearted because it's like, oh, right. they want both of us to be better partners. Right, right, right. So right. if I, I've decided, because I do believe you can Google information and learn things that, that have not been a part of your experience. I think, like you said, that shows intention, that shows a, a desire to change, that desires uh, shows a desire for information. My particular boyfriend in air quotes, um, is an academic. He does research. He studies. He's PhD. He don't do emotions. <laughs> so I'm curious if I were to send an article to him, mm -hmm. <laughs> how it would be received. At this point, we have nothing left to lose. We have nothing left to lose because I don't even think I got no boyfriend. I, I honestly don't think it would be received well, knowing his temperament. Really? Mm -hmm. Now, when you say no, because to me, his temperament is is none. That's the problem. My temperament, you know, if I'm upset or you you know, I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I, I yeah, I just, but yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know that it would be received well because he, he, he doesn't like to be told what to do, right? Right. Um, and he's a, he's pretty blunt and non-emotional and just, you know, um, so. so that's why I think the article would go well, because you've seen messages I've sent him that were very direct. I'm not going to do this. This is not OK with me. This is messed up. This ain't a thing. And he will still respond. OK, let's be together. And I'm thinking most men would even respond to that. So that's why I think the article not coming from me will be well received. It's just information. It's not personal. It's information. I'm going to do it. The only way you can do it is that way you know how you're going to receive so it. So here's the question though. Is it like I need to send how to be in a healthy relationship or how to be a better boyfriend? Because maybe he wouldn't take offense to the relationship. And again, I don't care about Let me be clear. I don't care about offending him. 
Yeah, I, I know you don't. I know you don't care about it, but I just don't, I don't care about how he feel about nothing right now. Because yeah. now we're getting into the experimental stage of this situation. Now, uh, when I said last week, last week when I said demote the boyfriend, things have happened since then that that's really not an option to me. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't mm-hmm. demote him now. I, we just are not together. Mm-hmm. Um, also, things have happened since then that have made me think that. Um, well, he has communicated that he wants to be with me. That in and of itself is crazy town to me. <laughs> you don't act like it. So I feel like there's a huge disconnect between somebody saying, I want to be with you. Like, I want us to be together. And them not calling to communicate anything to you ever. Yeah. These are just, <laughs> I feel like he's just throwing stuff against the wall. Like, why not just go away? Just, he was six. Just go away. I don't know. Because he's dumb. Sorry. You know, I've dated dumb. I've tried to date dumb. <laughs> Sorry. Just do you remember, do you remember Big Dumb Pretty? Dumb. Let me say this. You remember Big Dumb Pretty? Mm-hmm. That was a different kind of dumb than this. This one is oblivious. Like, Big Dumb Pretty was mean and angry and it wasn't fun. Very handsome man, but it just wasn't fun to get to know him no more. I didn't like him. Uh, this guy, I liked at some point, but it was never an overly emotional connection or attachment. It was just, I liked him as a person, you know? Um, but three months into him being my boyfriend, at some point, you got to hope that you feel something. <laughs> and, and, um, we went, we went a hundred percent backwards right at that point. Like a, right. a, a total 180 at that three month part. So the reason, the only reason I'm still talking about it is because y'all know how hard it is to find somebody decent to even like. I believe he's a decent person. And I believe at some point I liked him. I've never been in love with him. I'm not heartbroken over the demise of it. But Mm -hmm. I am curious about how people's brains are working when they're in these scenarios and situations. I was saying to you earlier, we've talked about men being emotionally unavailable, having a very low emotional intelligence, very low emotional bandwidth. But that kind of happened to them as young boys, right? Don't cry. You weak. Don't let that girl, you know, they had taught, hit her, hurt this woman. So she knows she like, you like her. Mm. <laughs> right. And uh, like we said, if, if they've never been parented or coached out of toxic behaviors, they just get older and be doing the same thing. And some men really believe by hurting women, that's how you see how much she cares about you. And we are the opposite. We are like, boo, boo. What we won't be doing is right here hurting my feelings. Like, yeah. We, we we too old for that but we also mm-hmm. have grown into women based yeah. on our experiences and being open and available to new experiences so part of me the scientist that i guess just lives in my head as far as i think i'm a, a, a undercover behavioral scientist <coughs> that's also part of being an empath is i always want to know why people are doing what they're doing or why i do what i do so i think my empathetic nature is trying to figure out men not just the one i'm dealing with what it must be like to live a life of devoidness, like feeling no attachments, consciously forming no attachments, consciously being just empty. Mm-hmm. I would think that would suck because even in the relationship we have with food, we find joy and excitement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> men, but you know what I'm saying? How we like, oh, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to get me a glass of wine. You very rarely see men really heighten their excitement for really anything that's so hilarious because my brother is that he 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 hates when my sister-in-law and i get together his wife and it's time to eat baby because we talk about food like we're going in we're going in he is the 
disgusted by it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. But if you think about it, men do not get excited about stuff like we do. We get excited about a new lotion. We get excited about that hot shower and that glass of wine. Baby, I got some whole chicken wings that's going in the air fryer tonight. <laughs> it's just joy. Everywhere you look, a woman is going to find some joy. Oh, girl, I got in these pants I couldn't get into last month. Girl, I, I exercised today. I'm feeling good. I got my work done early. I finally sent that eat. Like, we just find these little victories and joy all the time. Mm-hmm. And men tend to be devoid of excitement, interest, mm-hmm. uh, excitability. Mm-hmm. And so I have compassion for someone who lives like that. Even if they are a man, I still have compassion. Like, yeah, if you ain't hyped up and excited that I'm your girlfriend, baby, I don't know what excites you in life. <laughs> like, I'm feeling bad for you. Like, what, what kind of life must you be living if you don't realize you didn't got the whole plug over here? The whole plug for your whole life. So, yeah, I, t- I have been finding compassion these past few days for men because they don't get excited about stuff. I saw a white woman on TikTok say this, and I had to say white woman, because I mm-hmm. feel like sometimes uh, some of the excitement sometimes is cultural, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to say, I saw a white woman say this, and it's, it's true of all men. She said, and it probably could have been deemed as lightweight racist, but she was saying she wanted a brown skinned man with culture because she was saying how she feels when she sees these men doing haka or you see these men at the wedding doing these traditional dance. And she says, Brian sitting over there on the couch on the video, like he ain't excited. So she was primarily talking about white men who just, but men just don't get, you know, we get, we see these cultural things, whether they're in Africa or New Zealand, or, you know, I love watching some men do a haka. If y'all ain't never seen a haka, H-A-K-A, Google that thing. It's beautiful, but it also is emotional and it's passionate and it's aggressive and it's beautiful. We don't tend to see men go nowhere in those spaces. Yeah. For nothing. But you know, I'm actually, you know, I'm probably... uh... I'm comfortable with me and not showing emotion because you, you know. Are. I know you are. I know you are. I know you are. So the haka is cool. I probably wouldn't want to date somebody. I don't know. I don't. Oh, know. that'll be my dream guy. I know. I know. Dream. So, so it's it's just funny, you know. Um, I do see men as um having a lack of emotion, but I don't empathize with them. I know I don't empathize with them as much as you, and I probably don't empathize with them as all, at all, to be honest. But that's also um, because you you don't offer your emotions like that either true very true but even if i did and i got to that point in a relationship i'm 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 still okay like i'm it's just a comfort thing i guess i don't know you know you're what you're used to men, men not showing emotion is kind of gets you get comfortable in that and if you want them to do anything different then um then that wouldn't the relationship wouldn't work so i just i so um, would you say your dad and brother you were raised with a brother and your dad in your life in the household would you mm-hmm. describe them as low emotion, high emotion, in the middle? Uh, probably low for the most part, but I think they have a mature emotion about them. You know, and I, so it's different. You know, I think when they when it's time to show emotion, they will do that, but um, not overly emotional at all. And but even you know, my mom probably isn't overly emotional and stuff like that too. So mm-hmm. it's probably just. An so what's overly emotional? 
you I don't know. overly emotional. What is that? Or overly um now here's the thing. When I think about my family, I would say my 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 brother and dad are more empathetic towards people. Mm-hmm. As the men in the family and the women in the family are probably not as much. So I don't know. So it's it's just weird because empathy and emotion are not one and the same. Right, exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think they're not. I think, you know, I don't addition to to yeah. The they, they, and they probably didn't grow up that way, and they're you know they don't they're I, you know I've probably seen my dad cry once. Right, and you, you know, know that in your lifetime of your dad's life, that probably something sad has happened. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm and saying. That doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean he has not done it. I'm talking about right, when that you I've seen it. Right. Yeah. But I've even yeah. said to my own mom, who was a single mom with four kids, I've never saw my mom cry over the demise of her relationship. I'm sure mm-hmm. it happened, but she presented this strong black mm-hmm. woman. And so I grew mm-hmm. up as a strong black woman. And so a lot of times I'm able to walk away from situations and say, well, we weren't married. Well, we had mm-hmm. no, you know, and it's easy for me to move on. And now my mind and not saying I'm going to do this in this situation. Let me be clear, because right now yeah. I'm talking about my ex-boyfriend and I don't know if he realizes that. Um, <laughs> but in my mind, it's this thing of can someone be loved into being a loving person right i think um it's possible I, you know anything's possible obviously but i think it is possible is 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 that loving person willing to go through that process and i guess i guess through. that's where i am right because i you know i consume information i look at people's relationship you see people <laughs> i mean, last week my thing was if you show me a beautiful successful talented woman i bet you i can tell you the name of the man who cheated on her. Like I can tell you his actual name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So that right. that don't that don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, people had these outside babies. I think Gabrielle Union and and, and D Wade they were recently speaking on something, and he said she didn't speak to me for nine days after he got this other woman pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like nine days, ma'am. That's because he didn't get cheese the right cheese on the pizza. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like. So I realize people have this varying range of their emotions. And I honestly believe from birth, men more so than women, men are not allowed. Little boys, get up, stop crying. Don't be like that. You a boy, be a man, hit her to let you know you like her. Don't write her a poem and all that. You soft. This grown man today won't tell a woman he loves her because he don't want to be a simp. That's the word. He don't want to be a simp. I don't want to be soft. It's like, that's stupid. If you love her, tell her, like, they calm down. But even women, all of us are... Um, taught to use our inside voices and color inside the line and walk mm. in a straight line. and ra- You know, all of us have been taught to temper our feelings. And at mm. some point, you temper them to the point where you just are emotionless. You hate your job, but hey, I'm going to go to it for the next 45 years until I die. You you hate your house. Oh, well, at least I got somewhere to live. Right. You hate your... Right. So many things that people don't even feel good about, they don't even realize mm. they don't feel good no more. Mm. And somehow, some way, I sprouted out of the damn concrete and I feel like I should feel good about everything I'm doing. <laughs> And when yeah. I don't, it literally makes me like really upset when I'm not, not doing something I'm doing. Not only when you don't, when you see other people, it bothers you're, me. That, you're that type of impact. Oh, it bothers you me. take it on like, oh my God, like almost like transform as part of them and like, you're not living your best life and that makes me sad. It bothers me that you don't know it can be better than this. <laughs> Why are you doing that? So, so that's the thing is, you know that I'm that way. I am not that way with men. Mm-hmm. Once I see you ain't got it, I'm gone. I'm saving myself because I got to get out of here. I have never tried to love a man into being loving. 
And with this particular situation I'm in, because I feel like this person is not a, a mean or manipulative, manipulative or bad person, I think this person is literally empty and devoid and a zombie about emotional and human connection and what that involves. I think because mm -hmm. he's a quote unquote good father and quote unquote good son, I think it manifests itself because he takes care of them. He takes them shopping, he buys them things, he's some provider. And a lot of men think because they're providing that what else do you need me to do? I'm the man, I'm providing, I'm taking care of everything. And it's like, mm -hmm. I saw this man once say, it wasn't until he took care of his mother who had Alzheimer's that he realized that he had never been loving. He said, it wasn't until I had to give my mother a bath and brush her hair did mm -hmm. I realize I had never been available to anybody like that before. I was taking care of him. I was providing. I was working. I was speaking in the community. Everybody see me as this great man. But I had never loved anybody before I had to take care of my mother. And mm -hmm. that dawned on me is most men won't ever get that notion Definitely. of what this feels like. This right. is different. It's what women feel when they have babies, I hear. You know, this mm -hmm. thing of, oh, this is a next level. I can't even describe it to you <laughs> next level what this is. Right. Um, and how many of us won't get it anyway? Jada Pinkett Smith just turned 50 and she put it on her bucket list to learn how to love. And we see him being in a long relationship, all the all the baubles, all the houses, all the travel, all the beauty, all the resources. And then you at 50 say you want to learn how to love? Well, yeah, mm -hmm. I think. So I think more often than not, not just men, I think men have it worse. I think mm -hmm. most people are just numb to the experience. So as an empath, men who are empty are genuinely drawn to me. They generally are drawn to my energy and my 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 affectionness and my electricity, and then they don't know what to do with it and they leave. And I let them every time. And take care, be well, go okay. I can't convince you deserve me, right? And mm -hmm. in this situation, I don't know that I'm gonna do anything different than what I've done. <laughs> I'm gonna be clear, but I'm curious about could this person be offered information because they are an information person and have a new understanding? I don't know. They say they know. want to be with me. They have you not done the things to do that. You wouldn't know until you offered the information. Uh, I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. know. I mean, I, know. I think ultimately, you know, as encouraging as we can be to um, our friends or our boyfriends or family members who may need to have a change of behavior, it ultimately has to come from them. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the, the want to have to do it, you know, cause if they change for you or change, you know, on an extreme example, drug dealers and I mean, drug, drug um, users, um, people who are addicted to drugs and stuff like that, they may change for a little while because they don't want, you know, to get put out the house or they don't want to do this and do that. And do that. But at the end of the day, it's not until they decide, I don't want to do drugs anymore that the, the, the real change happens. You know what I mean? Let me use this as an example. When you were talking about a drug addict or something. Yeah, something like that is an inside job. You can't get better. You can't mm -hmm. cure an illness for somebody else. Mm -hmm. But let's say uh, an adoptive child or a child in the foster care system. Mm -hmm. A lot of times those children have challenges as children because they've yeah. only seen adults that hurt them. They have mm -hmm. never been able to trust, relax, feel safe. And so they, they become the problem, even though they are literally the victim of their circumstances. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But then they become the problem. Right. And, and sometimes you have seen that you have to love that child in spite right. of themselves <laughs> to say, mm -hmm. oh, you know, I love you. Are you going to be mm -hmm. here? We together. 
sit down somewhere. If I beat you to death, you know. Um, and you see, they slowly have to build up that trust of, right. oh, I think they really might love me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, let me stop planning their murder. And, and it, but it doesn't always go that way. But it, it always it always comes with a choice in that. Even in that child, that child has to decide. They have to make the step to say, "Hey, I'm going to try to trust them a little bit." You know, it's but still that's because that parent, that I know, parent I know, but, but I'm, what I'm saying is, and you can keep doing that and doing it and doing that, and the parent can do it and do it and do it and then not happen the right way, or that child decides, you know what, I'm going to receive it because I'm they're, they're consistent, but it's still a choice, a personal choice, right? But what I'm saying the is, the parent still had to take the onus and not just say, hey, this kid is bad. No, I know, I know, and I'm saying you a lot of times these men yeah. come, these men come and they foster kids. They ain't never been loved. They don't know how to love. And we say, you know what? We're good on that. We, mm-hmm. You take care. Wish you the best. And then they're going to mm-hmm. go do it and keep doing it, keep doing it. Uh, we have never, I have never said, you know what? I'm going to love the stupid out of this man. I'm really going to, and not not saying, this ain't no, I ain't talking about no struggle love. Now that's different because that's what I'm saying. I ain't talking about somebody that's cheating on you, lying, mm-hmm. lying to you, beating you, abusing you. I ain't saying that, but I'm saying someone who literally has demonstrated they have no idea how to even be. <laughs> uh, you dated someone a while ago and they told you about why they wouldn't pursue a woman wholeheartedly because something happened when they were younger. Um, mm-hmm. I have brothers who they've been through divorces and so they won't pursue a woman the way they did back right. when they gone through a divorce. You know, so sometimes a man will share what happened that made them shift. Okay. A lot of times they won't. You just getting the shifted. Right. Right. <laughs> you sit here like, bruh. Um, I'm curious because like I said, normally I'm like, you know what? You won't catch me trying to date another one. Men suck. But I don't feel that this time. I feel a compassion for all men because they suck so bad. <laughs> and norm, you know, I normally don't feel that. Normally, I just feel like, whatever, take care and kick rocks. But I don't know. I just, I'm feeling sorry that so many of them are so devoid. I'm really feeling sorry for them. Now, not to the fact that I'm going to let them bring my existence down, no. Mm-hmm. But I just feel bad yeah. that that's how they live. I just, I, I'm just, I don't feel sorry for them. I know you I know, like this. I know. Look. <laughs> <laughs> we already knew that. We knew that, girl. We know. But I don't hate men. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a place where I hate men and I'm not willing to try and stuff like that. Um, I just have to have faith that I'm gonna meet somebody that I ain't got to build up because I can't. I don't have the energy to do it. I not don't have in any this interest life. in building not anybody in this, up. Not in this moment, I just don't. You know. Yeah, um, I don't have any interest in building anybody up. But I guess in my when I think of you know because I am an empath, it's this thing of somebody is gonna have to put me in a chokehold to love me too, for me to trust <laughs> and respect them, for me to relax and, and say okay, we. You know what I'm saying? I know that about me. And I'm, I consider myself somewhat emotionally available, but probably still not really because I don't have that model. I don't have that experience. I don't mm-hmm. have that track record. So what I'm saying about me or what I'm saying about men is true of me. You know, some man is going to mm-hmm. have to be like, Eunice, let me love you. Uh, I saw Viola Davis recently was talking about when she first got with her husband. I love the way she says Julius. And she she didn't have a car. A car broke down and she needed a ride and he wanted to give her a ride. And she was like, no, nobody helps me. And it's like, bruh, let me love you and help you. So I think that's going to be the case across the board. I just think men. I know, but I don't think it's going to be that hard from a man's perspective to do. I mean, I know, I know who you are. 
And I, I mean, I don't think you would make it. I mean, I don't think it's on the same level of. Work. No, it's definitely not on the same level. I know, <laughs> but there is. Some, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it's it's not on the same level. But there is something men have to do to gain your trust and gain your love. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I just think that because men have historically, from birth, been taught to be devoid of emotions, <laughs> by the time they get to me at fifty, I'm dealing with a fifty-year-old foster kid that's never been adopted. And, and I, I feel compassion again. I don't know what I'm gonna do in my current situation. I literally mm -hmm. do not know. I'm just saying recently in the last few days, because of him kind of obviously being oblivious to what it is I'm saying, or it, it's either oblivion or not caring or not respecting or not understanding. It's something, I don't know what it yeah. is. It's something. Yeah, that's, that's the, that's the problem. You don't know what it is. Yeah, it's like it's something. pinpoint <laughs> the issue. The because, and, and let me explain this um, as we get ready to wrap this up. My current situation is, um, and, and my boyfriend or ex-boyfriend or whoever he is right now, he just hasn't called me. He'll text me. I've told him, I've called him. He hasn't called me back. I've said, I need you to call me back. He, he hasn't called back. I kind of stopped talking to him. He's like, say something. I'm like, I said something. I said, you won't call. And he still has not called to this day. But it's texting saying, I want to make up. I, I want to be with you. I want. And I'm like, what is the disconnect here, sir? <laughs> so it's like, it is that crazy. And so, you know what? I know that's not a real thing. Like, we're not arguing over you lying. We're not arguing over you cheating. We're not arguing over this other woman. We're not like, what? what is happening? What is this disconnect? And this has happened before. It didn't last this long. It didn't last, you know, damn near a month. <laughs> but it was a week one time he did this before. And I'm like, what, 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 what is we doing? So anyway, y'all, stay tuned. We'll see what happens by next week. But right <laughs> now, she's a free agent. Um, I can't allow somebody to take up this top, this space in my heart and my mm. mind that they're not actively working to be in. So that's why I say I don't know who he is. But um, yeah, we're not worried about him seeing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, child, give us your comments. Let us know what is the disconnect between what somebody is saying and what they're doing, but not in the extreme of, yeah, baby, baby, I love you. And then they go lie and cheat on you again. It's... They literally are doing nothing. Yeah, I don't know what. All right, I'm gonna send them the article. I feel like we got nothing to lose. So I'll let y'all know how that goes. <laughs> Until next time. Oh no, he didn't. Girl, yes, he did. Before we move on, let's shoot a promo for this one. <laughs>